Welcome to the Fancy Sports Cave. It is the one, the only sports guy, David, here with my guest host, Vic Menes on the Thank God and Fancy Football Friday. How you doing, Vic? Doing great. Pleasure being here. Yeah, let's, let's do it. All right, we're going to start off with the sleepers because the sleepers are the funnest. As the number one sleeper quarterback, we got Garden Minshew. He was on our last podcast for a reason. And how you feel about Garden Minshew this, this week? Uh, I feel pretty pretty excited actually. Um, he's been playing pretty well. I like I like what I see. Uh, and uh, he's going up against the <clears throat> Carlo- Carolina Panthers. That um, I mean, actually they've been been playing pretty good uh defense. But the way I see Garner Mitchell playing, I think he's he has the opportunity to come up with uh, good points. Yeah, the the Carolina Panthers actually been pretty good on the defense, but Gardner Minshew got the swagger. I like DJ Clark as a wide receiver. I like DD Westbrook. I like in that whole offense and Jacksonville. So I am gonna agree with you and go with the sleeper pick. Um, if you haven't got him yet, um, I have a ten man league. I I I end up getting him, but a lot of twelve man leagues. I know he's taken a lot of quarterback deep leagues. He's taken, but um, if you play DraftKings, I'm pretty sure he's on the low end. But Garden Minshew, the second junior, man, this guy is awesome. I love seeing him play. I, I, Uncle Rico, that's why I like calling him because he looks exactly like him. <laughs> yes, Move, yes, he moving, does. Moving on to the next. Now, the next the next quarterback you got is Andy Dalton. Explain why Andy Dalton is going to be a, a sleeper pick this week. Oh, Andy Dalton is coming into, uh, into his game 0-4 as well as the Cardinals. And as we all know, the Cardinals aren't really playing good football or the Bengals for that fact. But. I believe this is going to be a, a shootout. Andy Dalton and Kyle Murray, I believe uh, they're going to go at it. Um, so it's just time for the slinger to sling. I, I'm, I'm agree with you. Andy Dalton at one point was second in the league with passing yards. They're fourth in pass attempts, uh, 13th in passing yards with 27th overall in offense. That run game, Joe Mixon, um, we're talking a little later. But I do like it. I think he's going to sling it even with um, – John Ross out. I think AJ Green's gonna come back. We're talking about the we got we're talking about the Bengals a lot this week, but um yeah I think Andy Dalton they have really nothing to lose, so I think they're just gonna I think they're just gonna air it out as much as they possibly can, and I I'm I'm excited to see this matchup to see if Kyle Murray could come and um and win a game. I I like Kyle Murray, but Andy Dalton he he's fighting for his job. I I, I thought last year he was definitely gonna get replaced, but it looks like they're sticking with him one more year. So um. I think this is a a, a break yeah, of my make year. Yeah, it's a it's a great matchup, great uh, chance for him to, to prove that he still he still has something, you know. And uh, uh, Tyler Boyd, I think he uh he'll, he'll be great too. Uh, match them up, put them together, Andy Dalton and and Tyler Boyd. Let's combine them together, get double points. Yeah, I I'm agree with you on that because I have Tyler Boyd. I think I'm running him as my flex. I haven't decided yet. I still have a day to decide. So after this podcast, I'm going to decide then. Moving on, Mitch Trubisky is injured, but they are in the hands of 10-year vet Chase Daniels versus, I believe, the um, Raiders in London. How do you feel about that matchup? Now, you think he's a sleeper quarterback. Why is that? Uh, we just saw a glance. I mean, he did come up with that big W against the Vikings. Uh, Raiders defense uh, – I don't like it. They're a little bit banged up as well. And uh, I believe uh, he has the tools to, to come up with a victory. 
Yeah, I think the running back core is great. I think they have too much running backs. Um, we're going to talk about the Bears running backs later. The wide receivers, Chase Daniels. I mean, he's been in the in the game for ten years, and against the Raiders in London, I I, I don't know if London has a certain atmosphere because the Chargers won in London, and it was probably one of the most intense games yeah. in London I ever. At the end, oh my Correct. god, that was amazing. <laughs> but I don't know how the atmosphere is. I know the Raiders played there before. I think the Raiders played there before, but Chase Daniels, that would be pretty funny if the backup quarterback beats the Raiders because, as a lot of people know, um, Vic, you are a Charger fan, and I'm a Charger fan. So yeah, if we see the absolutely. Raiders lose, that is awesome. So moving oh, on. Oh, yeah, it makes, makes Sunday even I better. I love it. Yes, I love it. All right, moving on to the next quarterback. We got Jimmy Garoppolo, dude, 3-0. and He is performing okay, not as much as I thought he would, but how, how, how do you think Jimmy G is going to play today or this week? Yeah, a lot of people actually have him as a starter. I don't really have him as a sleeper in deeper leagues. Uh, he throws the ball well. Uh, the 49ers are playing way better ball than last year. Uh, they've improved just by being 3-0. and You can see, I mean, the improvement from last year. And I believe he has he has the weapons to, uh, to get that W again. Uh, yeah, so he's a sneaky sleeper. Like, I really think he could sneak in, uh, put some valuable points. Yeah, he has five in five, five touchdowns of uh, four interceptions with 700 and almost 800 yards. But mm-hmm. I, I do like this core. I had the 49ers going to the Super Bowl or not the Super Bowl, oof, um, uh-huh. to the playoffs. I have them going to the playoffs this year. And with the Rams struggling, I can see that now. But Jimmy G, I love this guy. He has a lot of young talent. Debo Samuel's one of my favorite guys. We're going to talk about him later. Um, but I do like this team. I think he's going to ball out to 20-plus points. Um, so if you if you, if you you need a quarterback, I know Jimmy G ain't in the, in, is picked up in your league. Uh, he's not picked up in a lot. So I think Yeah, he's he is, a lot in waiver wires, correct? Him in this case. Moving on to the next and last quarterback, we got the one, the only, Phillip Oman Rivers. Against the Broncos with the the Bradley Chubbless Broncos. Now, is this your unbiased opinion or a biased opinion or a little bit of both? A little bit of both. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, he, he's he's my guy, right? Phillip Rivers, my guy, my quarterback. Uh, just uh, the only thing is that every time they play, he plays against the Broncos, he has trouble. Why? Not sure why, but. Uh, he's he's having trouble playing against the Broncos, so uh, without without Chubb, that's less rushers. Uh, he'll be probably having more time, a little bit more time on the pocket, uh, able to throw the ball, air it out. And past few games, actually, Villa Rivers been a little bit of a more mobile quarterback, <laughs> something that we haven't really seen until now. And uh, I think that opens up, you know, the, the opportunity for him to. They get those those uh, yards, those points. Yeah, um, I'm gonna totally agree with you. He thrown for 300 yards in every single game besides one. He was seven yards short. But I mean, Bradley Chubb, they could concentrate on Von Miller coming on that outside, and um, and they didn't get sacks until last week. They got five sacks. Um, in the but the the Chargers are. I seen this this stat. I don't know if it's accurate. I don't know how accurate these stats are, but we have the second best pass blocking in the league. Um, winning 65% of the blocks. Uh, I think the Eagles got the first or the Cowboys. And our pass blocking is, is way better than our run blocking. He gets time. 
And then, and if he doesn't have time, he goes mobile. So I think it's going to be a big challenge because the Broncos always come with the heat, always come with – they bring down the house almost every play. So I think it's a real challenge for our offensive line, Phillip Rivers, and the receivers that are healthy because it's going to be difficult for Phillip Rivers. But um, I could see I, – I have him – he's starting this week for me. He's my, he's my quarterback this week. So yeah. um, I'm confident in starting him. Great sleeper. Yes, yes. Uh, for me, I, I, I do have him in one of my leagues. Uh, as my starting quarterback, uh, and yeah, he he's he's gonna show up. He's a sleeper, but he'll show up. I like him. Everyone yeah. does. He he he's tied for third for most yards. Um, well, now that Jared Goff played last, well, before this last week, he was tied for third for most yards. Moving on to the mm-hmm. moving on to the running back category, you have Ronald Jones the second. Talk about him as a sleeper running back. Uh, he's um. Surprisingly, he's been performing with the touches he's been getting. Uh, I like him. He's been putting up double digits the past few games. Um, and in deeper leagues, he's he's a in deeper leagues he's a must start. Uh, yeah, leagues ten, twelve people. Uh, you know, flex if you have somebody on on bye week and you don't know who to uh, pick. Ronald Jones, he'll help you out this week. Yeah, I I. The the Buccaneers offense is uh I did not expect them to be this good. Um the, the record really doesn't show for it, but they're ninth in offense and third in rush attempts. So they're gonna run the ball down everyone's throat. He averaged about five yards per carry. The only time he didn't do good was against the Cardinals. He only had nine yards. But other than that, he rushed for 70. He only has one touchdown on the season, but I can see him getting more racketed up this week. And um, you know what? I am excited to see Ronald Jones. I did not expect them, like I said, to be this good. They're up against the New Orleans defense. Um, that's that's a tough matchup. I can see him breaking them off one or even vulturing one from Peyton Barber. But um, I, I like this. I like this. Ronald Jones. Yeah. He's he's a big sleeper. And he's uh getting a catch from the backfield. Something that uh, everybody knows that when one's coming in from college, uh, he wasn't a great back catcher, but he's he's been performing as a back catcher as well. Yeah, always in those PPR leagues, that's always good to have. Yes. Moving on to Derrick Henry, man. This dude, 6'3", 250, man. This guy is a goddamn tank. You mm-hmm. think he's going to good? Explain why he's going to do good against the Buffalo Bills defense that almost gave Tom Brady a loss in one of his worst games of his career last week. The Titans are finally using Derrick Henry as a workhorse. His his rookie year, his uh sophomore year in the pros, he wasn't really he, he he wasn't performing at all. Yeah. Everybody was calling him a bust now, but uh at the end of last year, I believe the it was it the uh, last three weeks, they gave him the touches, they gave him the you know that um that opportunity. He's he's taking advantage of him. In every game he's been putting up double digits. Uh you could see him running stronger. Uh I really like this guy. I, I really, really do enjoy it. Enjoy watching this guy play now. Yeah. You know, last week he had one of the greatest rushing touchdowns I've ever seen with 99 yards. He he rushed for 80 yards except for one game against Jacksonville. He has a touchdown in every game besides the one in Atlanta. Uh, this guy is averaging four yards per carry throughout his, his very short uh, football career. I'm loving this guy. This dude is big as a lineman, if not bigger. Give him—I—I I don't know why they're not feeding him more. Yeah. Marcus Mariota is 
I thought he was going to do a lot better this coming off of you know injuries and stuff. But dude, this guy's so goddamn huge, man. Just give it to him, like he will <laughs> find a way. Yeah, he could just run over people, you know, run over linemen, like just drop them, move them out of the way. That yeah. day, nine yard uh, touchdown last year, if you remember, two, I think it was two, two D backs. Yeah, yeah, we just, it was beautiful to watch, you know? It was it one of the amazing. greatest ones I've ever seen. Yeah. It reminded me of the Marshawn Lynch, not as great as the Marshawn Lynch run back in like 2006 against the Saints, but um, he, he he's a strong dude, and I really like. His upside he has, and it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a big challenge for him this week against the Buffalo Bills because um, they have a great defense. Yeah, oh but, yeah, they've uh, been playing great ball too. So it's gonna be. It's gonna be fun to see him. Moving on, I I like this guy. Last year he didn't. He didn't. He's not performing as much as I thought he was. But Ido Smith in Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons are ah, uh, they're they're kind of a hot mess. But how you feel about Atlanta Falcons this year? Or um, I mean Ido Smith. I see Ido Smith uh, getting more. Uh, sneaking more into uh, Devontae Freeman's touch his workload. Uh, and actually, I see him performing a little bit better than Devontae Freeman this year. I think uh, he'll have a, a good outcome this, this week. And uh, I, I do like him. I see him being more uh, productive with the touches he's been getting. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, you know, give him a shot if you need somebody. Yeah, I could see him maybe even vulturing the touchdown. That Falcons offensive line is all over the place. But I could see Ido Smith. Um he had a he had a touchdown last last week, his first touchdown of the year. And um I could see him maybe get introduced into the offense a little more. Um it's a deep, deep, deep. I think this is a more of a deep, deep sleeper. But um if you definitely need some depth, I think you should definitely add him. All yes, right. I agree. Moving on to the next. So James Conner. Um, was a little banged up. He ended up having a great game, but banged up here and there, ended up coming back. But his backup has shown some value because uh, he he scored 20, 23.5 uh, <laughs> fantasy points against the Cincinnati Bengals via a uh, sleeper, Jalen Samuels, dude. He's a great PPR guy, and um, he, he also had a rushing touchdown too, and he's up against the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens and Steelers games are – like the best one, I think one of the best rivalries in the league. Um, and I love watching their games, and it's going to be a good game. Jalen Samuels, I think, is going to um, he's going to get his. What do you think? Oh, I agree with you. He's definitely getting his uh, this week. Um, and he he's definitely going to outperform James Conner on this game. I oh, really okay. have that feeling, and uh, he will. He uh, it he's. Like a uh, Ido Smith, but on Pittsburgh, uh, yeah, he's uh he's sneaking into those uh, carries for uh from uh, James Conner. James Conner until this finally this past week he's actually done something. Yeah, uh, he's been he's just not been able to perform, and that wasn't helping nobody. Yeah, uh, with Jalen Samuels, uh, James, I mean James Conner being hurt, Jalen Jalen Sam, uh, Samuels has that that chance to show off and and break break big runs. Yeah, I, I like Jalen Samuels. Um, a great backup, even a handcuffed in some cases if you have James Conner. I had James Conner last year, and um, he, he was my – I had James Conner and Phil Lindsay rotated in my flex. So he saved me this year. Now this year he's having a little decline. Uh, the Steelers, um, they're, they're all kind of all over the place too, but they had a great game 
last week, bouncing him back against the Bengals. Speaking of the Bengals, they've been a hot mess. We talk about the Bengals a lot this podcast, but they, they're up against um, – who are they up against? They are up against the Cardinals. The, um, the Cardinals, and we got Giovanni Bernard in the sleeper category. Um, Joe Mixon hasn't performed me, but you think Bernard is going to sneak in and vulture something or what? Yeah, especially on PPR leagues. Uh, Giovanni Bernard is more of a pass catcher. So those are PPR points that any any fantasy owner would love, right? Yeah. Just throw him out of the bag. And he's he's a bit um, elusive, so he'll get his work done. He'll get his points in. Um, and I think he'll do great against the Cardinals team that is just a hot mess as well. Yeah, I'm excited to see Giovanni Bernard. Um, I'm excited to see this Bengal team to get it turned around. Um, it looks like they're gonna they're gonna get first uh, the draft pick and they could start rebuilding. Um, it's 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 hard to see the Bengals right now, but Giovanni Bernard, I I feel could uh, maybe sneak in some some carries and maybe yeah. have break one. Moving on to the wide receiver, I picked up this wide receiver coming off suspension. Danny Dimes, number one target, most likely. Golden Tank. Taint. Uh, Golden Taint. How do you feel about Golden Tate this week? Uh, great. I feel that that four-game suspension that he just finished serving, uh, you know, just made him more hungry. I say? Yeah, more hungry towards playing, you know. And once he hits that field, uh, yeah, he'll – He's 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 gonna be asking for those targets. You know? Yeah, um, Golden Tate with the Lions, with the Seahawks, the Lions, Philadelphia. I mean, this guy could really do anything. He could run the ball as well. He um, he's very versatile, and I think he's gonna be Danny Dimes' number one target. It's gonna open up that offense maybe a little bit more. Shanquan Barkley is out. We're going to talk about the running back situation later. But I think he's coming off hungry. Four-game suspension. He's going to want to see some carries. The 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 Giants wide receiver core has been hit with injuries all over the place. So mm-hmm. I think this is a finally a win for the Giants. And um, I'm excited to see him. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. I'm playing him as my flex, too. So Yeah, uh, PPR as well. He's, he's great for PPR as well. He doesn't get much yardage. But he does get the targets, the receptions. So for full PPR, he's a, he's a full go too for his leapers, you know. Yep. So from Golden Tate to Olden Tate from the Bengals, we're talking about the Bengals a lot here. Yeah. Um, they have a potential to make an upset. Well, not really upset. I don't know who's the favorite. Maybe the Cardinals are the favorite. Um, Olden Tate should have plenty, plenty of opportunities with AJ Green. Um, you got you got John Ross, AJ Green. The Cardinals are the the Bengals wide receivers are kind of like there's no one really there, but all that Tate is young guy, um, one year in the league. This dude's six five. You throw the ball at him, he's gonna definitely catch it. How do you think about him? I'm excited about him. Oh, I'm I'm definitely excited too as well. Uh, last week we were able to see him a little bit, uh, and now with John Ross out on IR, it's only it's only Tyler Boyd. And Arden Tate and Tyler Eifert. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I'm 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 excited. I you know it's somebody that has that opportunity as well to to show off what he has. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, 
definitely excited to watch Tate. Autumn Tate. It's going to be fun to see him maybe get some opportunities, maybe a touchdown. He performed a couple weeks ago, got 11-plus points. Yeah. Now he has opportunity as a wide receiver, maybe wide receiver two. Two. Wide receiver two reps. Yeah. So it's going to be cool. All right. Moving on to the their opponent's wide receiver, Kyle Murray is going to find their third their their third ranked third against pa- pass attempts. Um and you got Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, and you got Keyshawn Keyshawn Johnson. Keyshawn uh, Johnson. Keyshawn Johnson, talk a little bit about him. Uh first week he he was targeted I believe uh 10 times. 10 times. Uh after that they went a little bit the targets started, you know, fading away, but Kirsten Kirk stepped into into those targets. Now, we don't know the status yet of uh, Christian Kirk at the moment, if he will play or not. He's dealing with an ankle injury, I believe. So I believe uh, Larry and, and Keyshawn Johnson this, this week against the, Bang- against the Bengals. Yeah, it says Christian Kirk is unlikely and Demir uh, Bird unlikely to suit up. So, um, yeah, he's a top candidate to get some. Uh, it looks like he's going to get his first career start, so that's awesome. A rookie. I also like Andy Isabella too, but uh, in the preseason they really showed him. But they really haven't been using him as much as they I've been wanting them to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think if, they're going to introduce him later. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, uh, isn't uh, uh, Andy Isabella um, hurt on IR? You know, I, I believe think, I, I think that's why. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of remember uh, hearing something about it. I'm not fully sure, but I, I think uh, I think that was a reason. But uh, yeah, but Keyshawn Johnson has the time, the the balls he's gotten. I mean, five receptions. You know, it was it's, it's good. I think I think, and with more volume coming his way this week, he'll show off. I like it. Like that pick. Another deep sleeper here. Another Charger we're talking about. Now the Chargers have been dealing with injuries. Up and down the roster, mostly starters, even the backups, even the third strings. This guy I liked in preseason. He didn't get the the um he didn't get signed, but he got signed on the practice squad. Now he is signed. Last week he had 22 yards, two targets of 22 yards. But I think that opens up even more with Dontrell Emin out. Andre Patton against the Broncos. Chris Harris is gonna be all old over Keenan Allen. He's going to be up against the quarterback two or three, even the slot. This dude's 6'2". Um, how do you feel about Andre Penn? If, let me say, if, uh, you're, if you're not a Chargers fan, you don't know who Andre Penn is, to be honest. But, hey, he looked he looked good against uh, against Dolphins. Uh, the couple of snaps that he played, he looked good until uh, Inman went down. He plays an IR. So, yeah, Andre Patton, he's, uh, he's, a, he's one uh, sleeper that, People should uh, look into and getting. Uh, he, I believe, uh, he was targeted, I think, four times, six yeah. times. Let's see. Yeah, and uh, yeah, caught four uh, times, caught two, 22 two, yards. Yeah, 22 yards. Uh, and that was uh, after, I mean, a pretty decent lead that the Chargers had. Basically, at the end, they started running the ball and they even took out Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Um, yeah, they substituted Phillip Rivers. So, on this game, uh, he's 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 a uh, he's going to be a full go. Andre Patton, a uh, deep sleeper, deep sleeper. Those yeah. are the sleepers for the week. Moving on to the starters now. This guy, first of all, got paid without an agent. Has an offensive line. The keys to the porch. 
Jacoby Brisket. He is performing statistically as a top 10 quarterback right now. Um, 15th overall, 10th ranked quarterback via sleeper. This dude it has 10 touchdowns, only two interceptions. And um, he got the key, he got the keys of the porch in the in the in the, in Indy. How you feel about um Jacoby Brisket? I, Brisette, I call him brisket. That's that's a little brisket. I, it's, I call him brisket. It's, it's all good. Call me brisket. <laughs> yeah, I I I love this guy. Uh, I picked him up in almost every of my leagues, um, and he's been showing off after Andrew Luck retired. Uh, you know, he said he retires. He's retiring from football. Jacoby brisket. He he took he took advantage of it, and he's showing off and. He looks great. He looks he looks real good, and actually, and he's he's big. He's a big guy. Yeah. Uh, didn't know he was that big until some life, and uh, he's a he's, he's a big boy. Yeah. He could run. He could throw, and and that's what he last uh, last week put up, I believe, twenty plus points, and that was without their number one wide receiver, T. Y. Hilton. So yeah, I love this guy. Awesome. Um, he's he's really stepping into his own. Um, he's really underrated. A lot of people are not even talking about him until, like, we're talking about him right now. I don't hear a lot about him. So, um, we got to give this dude respect. He puts it on for his team. And um, I'm excited to see him. Moving on to Deshaun Watson. He had a down game. He didn't have a touchdown. He only had 160 yards against Carolina Carolina Panthers. But he was caught um, a couple hours on the field putting in those extra reps in. He know what he did. Um, he even broke down a whole defense to a media, a media reporter. Um, this guy has a lot of heart. I think he's going to bounce back, and you think as well? Oh, yes. I agree with you 100%. He's definitely bouncing back. Uh, the online just did, never gave him any time as well last week, this week. Uh, I'm pretty sure they got together, talked about this. And uh, Deshaun Watson, he's – it's it's a he's gonna bounce back this week. He's putting up points and airing it out, and even rushing. Just yeah, the 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 Atlanta Falcons allowed the seven um allowed seven passing touchdowns so far this season. Also allowed the second most rushing touchdown. So I could mm-hmm. see him dropping two touchdowns, maybe even three, and also a rushing touchdown as well. This guy is mobile, and um against the Atlanta Falcons, they the Atlanta Falcons looks like they lost their um young top safety and um. Oh God, I forgot his name. They, I, he tore his ACL. Um, he's from San Bernardino. Yeah. That's how I know him. I, I totally forgot his name. But um, yeah, against Atlanta Falcons, I think he's gonna bounce back and bounce back big. D- definitely, definitely. I agree with you 100 percent on that one. Deshaun Watson. This guy, this next guy, I'm gonna talk about. Man, he's been gaining so much heat. <laughs> yes, so he has. much, man. And yes, he hasn't he has. scored 15 <laughs> points yet. This dude has three touchdowns, two interceptions. Name that quarterback. I'm talking about Kirk Cousins, man. Okay, he had a couple hard matchups. Atlanta Falcons gave him some trouble first game, you know. Then he, got, then he went to Green Bay and, you know, Green Bay. And then he, then I thought he was going to have a bounce-back game against Oakland, probably the best he did. And then yeah. against Chicago, he threw for the most all season, but no touchdowns, no interceptions. So this guy's getting so much heat, he's not worth $80 million, la, 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 la. Kirk Cousins, man, and Stephon Diggs apparently, allegedly wants to be out. He 
the frustration is showing. But mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a bounce back game. I think he needs a bounce back game. Uh, yes, I, I, I believe so. And um, he's uh, facing the Giants, right? So yeah. the matchup is there. All he needs to do is, uh, I believe, trust in himself. Uh, maybe the O-line. I mean, uh, I think the O-line should protect a little bit more against this Giants defense. But, I mean, you have uh, Stefan Diggs, you know, talking about maybe uh, getting a trade or something that you have. Adam Thielen as well coming now saying that even because you have the best running back in the league doesn't mean you don't have to throw the ball. You have to throw the ball at one point. So I agree with Adam Thielen, and I believe those comments and all the, the social media that's coming out, that, that's going to change change this offense this, this week, especially against the Giants, right? So uh, Kirk Cousins is, is bouncing back. He's airing it out as well. And uh, he's – He's down for two touchdowns this, this week. Yeah, I, I I think he guaranteed for that. Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen should have a ball with these corners. Not a big shutdown corner. The Giants, the Giants don't got a big shutdown corner. Dalvin Cook, who is my RB2. I, you know what's funny? I just want to say this. The best three running backs, statistically, McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. And I got all three on my team. So, um, just saying. <laughs> That's I know, great. I, that's, I know that's... what I'm doing. No, yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, I think they got favorable matchups, and I think they're gonna have to air it out. The Giants are actually 4.5 point favorites on the road. So, really? oh, Kirk Cousins. I know if I'm getting mad over that right now, I'm not gonna. Oh no, no, yeah, fight. and 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 I mean, I don't know if uh, if you heard, a lot of people have actually Kirk Cousins as a sit as well this week. Uh, oh no, yeah, it's a, it's not for me. I, people he's are one of my starters. Him. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, four weeks. I mean, it, it, you know, he's going to bounce back. It makes back. you change your mind. Yeah, he's definitely bouncing back. Yeah. All right. Moving definitely. on to, uh, we've been talking about the Bengal Cardinal game. I think it's low key one of the game of the weeks. Uh, we got Kyle Murray here. This dude has thrown for 40 times, two times in this season, 50 one time, and 32 for an, another. He has four touchdowns. He has five, inter- he has four touchdowns, four interceptions. He's up against Cincinnati. Um, he he didn't have a bad game. He didn't have a throwing a throwing touchdown against Seattle. But that's Seattle. Seattle's defense is great. He didn't have a throwing touchdown against Baltimore, but he did against Detroit and Carolina. So I think he's going to have a throwing touchdown here against Cincy. I believe he'll actually have more than one. I think it's it's going to be a game back and forth. Both teams are just the hot mess, like you've been saying. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's going to be a back and forth game. Uh, running backs, wide receivers, quarterbacks, everybody's going to get into this party. So, yeah, I, 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 Kyler Murray, I, I, he's a starter for me. He's yeah. definitely a starter for me. Um, Yeah, I'm going to agree with you 100% on everything you said. Moving on, this guy, so this guy is versing a shit show of a franchise. Uh, the Washington Redskins are all over the place. They don't, they didn't want. <laughs> They didn't want Dwayne Haskins, reporters saying Dwayne ha- – they, they first they didn't get rid of their head coach. I think this next game, if they win or lose, which they won't win because it's against the Patriots, he's out of there. Tom Brady had the worst game of his career against the Buffalo Bills, but I think he might have the best game of his career coming out again against Washington. What do you think yeah, about that? No, 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 no doubt. I mean, it's 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 a, a perfect game for Tom Brady and his owners on fantasy just – to uh, to enjoy it, enjoy it. I mean, 
Washington just they just I don't know what they're doing. You know, yeah. it's it's just big question mark. I think they're the biggest yeah. question mark in the NFL right now. Yeah, so I mean Tom Brady yeah, he's I mean, besides being one of the best QSBs and not being the best, uh it's just it's a perfect matchup for him. This is a yeah. great, perfect matchup. He's, he's going to bounce back. Yeah. Fire up all them Brady's on your line. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. I have um, this guy. My dad actually has this guy in, in our league we're playing. David Montgomery, man. Uh, I say it in the tone every single time because I'm disappointed in how they're using him. They finally got him. They get, it looks like they gave him more, more attempts. He had 21 attempts um, against a Minnesota defense. That was a great defensive game. He only had 53 yards, 2.5 yards per carry. He only had three, five targets, three receptions for 14 yards. I think this game, he's also going to bounce back. And um, I think he's going to have a career game. I think he's going to rush for 100, maybe even catch two touchdowns. Or not catch. I think he's going to rush for a touchdown. But I want to see. He's only been – they've been adding more percentage of snaps to him. But I think this week he's going to be in at least 80% or more of the snaps. They should. He should be anyways. I- yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And uh, why not one through the air and one rushing? I, I believe he has the ability and the skills to do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, yes, it's it, uh, it's in a London game. Uh, but, hey, the the refs are growing as last week. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, um, I like Darren Montgomery a lot this week, too. Yeah, David Montgomery, I think, is going to have a career game. The best game of his career, I should say. And it'll, it'll be amazing against the Raiders, right? Yeah. If anyone that beats down the Raiders, I want to see Khalil Mack just tear up that team. I love when Khalil Mack does that. I love him. I, and, I, I would, and we don't have to verse him twice a year. Yeah. So that makes me even happier. What were so uh, the, Derek Carby thinking right now about it? <laughs> knowing that he has to face Mack. <laughs> All right. Going on to speaking of the Chargers, this guy was on the sleeper two weeks. And the starter for another two. And the starter this week, Austin Eckler, dude. Regardless of Melvin Gordon's playtime, he might get the start. They're saying they're going to use him. But I think Austin Eckler is still going to be the workhorse there. And I think Melvin Gordon is going to play the Justin Jackson to Austin Eckler in the first four weeks. Um, I And this dude, PPR God, I mean, he gets at least five touches. He's also capable of breaking one if it doesn't get called back. And he's also he's capable of I, I like him as a receiver a little better than in between the tackles, but he still gets it done on the ground. Against, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, against Denver, it's going to be hard on the ground, but through the air, I think they're gonna, he's going to get a touchdown through the air PPR leagues. Yeah, Eckler's Eckler's a a slippery back. Uh, he finds those small holes that actually I don't see Gordon finding. You know. Uh, and uh, coming from the backfield, like you're saying, though, that catching ability, it's it's one of the best in the league, yep. as you can see. And, um, yeah, even even with, with Gordon back in the lineup and uh, Coach Lynn, all those rumors that he might even start, that Mel- Melvin Gordon might even start, I still believe uh, Austin Eckler is the, the one to start. Um, and, if you, I mean, you could fire up uh, Gordon too, but I think Eckler's getting more of the, of the workload this week one more time. Yeah, um, I'm agree with you with that. Um, Melvin Gordon, they're gonna introduce him a little here and there. Um, you might even say see Tremaine Pope in there as well. You probably guys don't even know who that is, but he scored yeah. a touchdown last week. He was also on my sleeper list. Um, hit it right on the nail on that one. 
But moving on, we had we had Giovanni Bernard as a sleeper, but you're saying Joe Mixon as a start? Explain yeah, that. I, yeah, uh, Joe Mixon, uh, he hasn't done anything, right? He He's not I, – I believe he was fourth or third last year in rushing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this year he hasn't shown it. Uh, but – he he he's gonna he's gonna do do better this week. He's gonna show uh, start him up. He's he's gonna show his skills from last year. Um, and don't be afraid because I've I've said that uh, sleeper it's uh, Giovanni Bernard right. You could play both. Um, but Joe Mixon is a starter. He's uh he's a must start this this week, and uh, he'll he'll put up points. Yeah. Um. And the offensive line is a little shaky. I'm not going to agree with you 100% on this one. Mm-hmm. I, I like Giovanni, Giovanni Bernard a little better. I can see him vulturing one. But Joe Mixon, I love this guy. I almost drafted him over Dalvin Cook. I'm glad I didn't. And um, I got Dalvin Cook. We're going to talk about it a little later. But uh, yeah. I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I don't see Joe Mixon. Man, I feel bad because the offensive line, is just, <laughs> he's just in yeah. a tough situation. He might even request a trade. Him, A.J. Green are out. They're probably going to request a trade pretty soon. We, it we it could happen. It could happen. Um, I just got to update. Um, oh, James Conner is playing. Okay, just got to update. James Conner is going to play. Um, moving on to um, another Cardinal here, David Johnson. Now, this dude had 99 yards receiving last week and only 40 yards. He had 21 or 22 points pretty much. He hasn't performed like that since week one. He had 25. Week three, he had 18. But against Cincinnati Bengals, I think, like you said, it's going to be a shootout. So I think David Johnson <laughs> is going to be a must start. Yeah, I, I believe uh, he'll have uh, two touchdowns, one through the air and one rushing as well, or maybe even two rushing. But, uh, yes, uh, I like Devin Johnson as well a lot on this one. Uh, it's just a lot of opportunity on this game for for, uh, for the offense all over the place. Yeah. Really, you know? It's, 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 it's going to be a fun great to see. matchup. Yeah, oh, definitely, yes. All right, moving on to the guy we just mentioned a couple, couple seconds ago, Dalvin Cook. Like I said, he's in my RB2, uh, right behind McCaffrey. Uh, and he is statistically right behind McCaffrey. This guy yeah. scored 20 points every game. Besides, last game he had 19. Not going to fault him for that. Chicago has a great run D. They held him to 35 yards, but he made that up in 35 yards receiving. And he also had six receptions. So he kind of salvaged uh, and also touched on, but he salvaged his, um, his uh, fantasy football value. He also had the most percentage of snaps. Uh, this last week with 79 against the New York Giants, I think it's it's a guarantee that Dalvin Cook is going to ball out for yeah, me he should. and for everyone else who has him. Yeah, I think I think he should have a, a feast, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, so it's definitely it's it's a must start. Um, yeah, with uh, he and I mean he's he has those touches, he he has those snaps, so definitely, definitely, uh. A good good startup matchup for Dobbin oh, Cook again. I love it. <clears throat> Moving on to the wide receivers, another Viking, Adam Thielen. We talked about a little bit. Uh, a little bit. He only had two receptions for six yards last week. But I'll, I'll give us credit. It was against Chicago. Chicago has a great defense, but against New York Giants, <laughs> great defense. Yeah. Uh, I, like we said earlier, Adam Thielen. I think is going to have a game. Yeah, I believe so as well. And and a lot of go to back to the comment that he said that they need to throw more of the ball. Yes. So I think that that follows up to to him getting targets, him and Diggs. But I I lean a little bit more to Adam Thielen 
because he's he gets more more targets, more receptions, more yards. So PPR, he's great. Yeah, um, this guy's capable of catching for a hundred yards for a straight game like he did last year. Um, so I think he's gonna have a bounce back game against the Giants. Yes, yeah, so I agree. I, I, yeah, I believe so. All right, so we're talking about wide receivers. We got to talk about Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel, uh, Kyle Allen. I love this guy. Carolina Panthers. Hold on, I'm pulling up my information on him. Mm-hmm. Um, Curtis Samuel had a game, not so much of a good game last week, but week two and three, he had, um, he had, he had a good game. Um, you think he's gonna have a good game against Jacksonville? Uh yes, I actually do do believe so. Uh, surprisingly, I like a little bit more Curtis Samuel than um that DJ Moore on this game. Oh, okay. Uh. Yeah, I mean, DJ Moore is, a, is basically the number one, right? But I kind of have a feeling that Kyle uh, Allen and Curtis Samuel have a bit of a better connection. Yeah. Maybe the numbers don't show it, but I, I, I kind of feel it. That's that's a personal thing for me that I, I see that. So I believe uh, Curtis Samuel is a must-start. I'm sure he's a must-start, yeah. All right. I like – you know, I do – I it, certain quarterbacks have certain connections – um, I can see that connection getting stronger and stronger because Cam Newton, um, I don't know why people even drafted him. I told people don't draft Cam Newton. Yeah, this nice. dude's barely throwing in preseason. Don't don't draft him. And then he injured his – this dude's class. It sucks because I like Cam Newton. I love his character. I don't really like how he dresses, but um, – <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, he, he I like has him. a style. <laughs> All right, moving on to Allen Robertson, A-Rob. Um, yeah, this A-Rob. guy had 40, he had seven catches, seven targets, 100% there, 77 yards, and um, he had a great, great outing in PPR League. He had 14.7 points via sleeper in PPR leagues. You think he's going to do that again against Oakland? Yes, yes, well, uh, most definitely. And uh, those uh, seven targets were with uh, with um, Chase Daniels, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, he'll he'll have another game. And, you know, I mean, in London now, so, but... Yeah, seven seven, lucky sevens, right? Yep. Um, we uh expect another good out outgoing this this week against the, the Oakland Raiders. Awesome. Moving yeah. on to the the all the second all time leader in catches. This dude still somehow um, this guy is just amazing. Larry Fitzgerald, man, he had the first two weeks he balled out. It regressed a little bit, but against Cincinnati, like we've been talking about, it's going to be a shootout. Yeah, it's going to be a shootout. So uh, he's still the number one guy. Kyle Murray's uh, he's he's actually starting to look his way. So yeah, I mean Larry Fitz just you know like uh, you mentioned earlier, he moved up the rankings of more catches to second, and yeah, he he's another bounce back candidate for this week. Yeah, I think I think he's gonna have a great game. Um, he's a security blanket to Kyle Murray. Um, this dude has more tackles in his career than drops, and wide receivers rarely get tackles only on interceptions. So that right. just shows how much this guy does not drop the ball. I love this guy. He never drops the ball. He's Mister Dependent. I love him. Moving on now, this guy also I think is gonna have a bounce back game. DeAndre Hopkins, he balled out, balled out week one. Oh yeah, definitely. hundred plus yards, two touchdowns. Eight receptions. That is gold. 31 points. Gold. But ever since then, he hasn't been – he hasn't put up 100 yards or even 
have another touchdown. So he's going to bounce back against Atlanta? Yes, yeah, definitely. Uh, Matt Ryan, um, excuse me, Matt Ryan, Deshaun Watson, uh, he's uh, one of our starters, QB starters of the, of the week. So uh, match them together, put them in together, and uh, enjoy it because, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins hasn't really shown what he is. He only played that great that week one, like you mentioned, but after that he hasn't done anything. I yeah. mean, he, uh, he hasn't shown what uh, people's uh, owners drafted him to do to be. So, perfect matchup, I, I believe, against the Falcons. Yeah, I, I believe so too. Um, I could see him mossing some dude. I could see a catch of the year coming up or something because yeah, this guy most always does. All right, moving on to the sit-ems. Those were all our starters. And um, if you don't like this podcast, you can always read what we talk about because we, we have it on article, fantasysportsgate.com. Moving on to the sit-ems. Now, the sit-ems we have. Now, I think this is a good sit. Um, he hasn't versed – he's a Steeler. He hasn't versed the Baltimore Ravens. He hasn't been in that rivalry. But ever since he got the start, he has two touchdowns in each game. I don't see that against Baltimore. What do you, what do you see the outcome of that? Mason Rudolph. Yeah, I, I don't see it. I, I don't see it either. Uh, I agree with you a hundred percent. You just don't. I, I really don't see it. You know, I mean, they had a great outgoing last week, but this week it's just not. I don't see it. Just like uh, like you said, and Baltimore defense hasn't been playing Baltimore defense lately. But uh, it's a it's a robbery game. It's a Heinz Field, if I'm not mistaken, and I believe uh, Baltimore is going to show up. So that's that's going to shut down Mason Rudolph this week. Yeah, I think Mason Rudolph is. It's just I think what the Ravens got to do is just apply pressure and see how Rudolph um, reacts to it. Because if he reacts bad, then they're going to bring the house down, and he's going to have a long, long, long day. Yeah, and um, and I don't like the Steelers so much, and we versed them in the, I think next week. So if we could, if we could, uh. If the Ravens could shake him up for us, that'd be awesome. Moving on. <laughs> that would be great. Daniel Jones threw his first career two interceptions last week against Washington. He's up against the Minnesota Vikings. Have a great, great defense. Uh, do you see him not doing good? Is the hype is the hype's um cooling off or what? Yeah, I think uh, uh he won uh his first two games that he started, he he won. Uh but back to reality, he'll he'll He's not going to come up with that W this week. He'll come up with a nail. Uh, don't get me wrong. I think Daniel Daniel Jones is going to be the future for the for the Giants, but uh, we still got to give him time to work yeah. himself into that position, right? Yeah. But I mean, uh, this week, unfortunately, he doesn't have a really good matchup against the Vikings, and that's why I I have him as as I said him. Yeah, I'm agree with you. It's gonna be a tough matchup. I think it's gonna be his first tough matchup in his career, his young career. So it's gonna be a real. If he does do good, I'm. Uh, I think he's the real deal. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did come back. He did. That was a great comeback. That was against Cardinals. I'm not trying to take away from his comeback, but if he could win against the Vikings, um, I can see the Vikings offense self destructing, and Daniel Jones could take advantage of that. So this is a a big big milestone if he does get this win in his short career. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the London game again. Derek Carr 
all the reason why I'm sending Derek Carr is because he's up against Khalil Mack. Yeah, that's, Khalil Mack that's... is gonna feast on that ass. <laughs> yeah, so that's I don't, exactly. I don't see Derek Carr. I don't see Derek Carr scoring more than ten points here. I don't see that either. I I I, I agree with you. Um, basically, why? Well, just Khalil Mack. That's it. Khalil Mack. That's it. Yeah, Khalil Mack. Their that's defense. It. Their their defense is so damn good, man. Uh, good. That that front line, right? Is just. <laughs> Man, I'll, I'll be terrified. I'm not lying to you. I'll be terrified yeah. if I was up against them, you know? But yeah, right. and, and Khalil Mack. That's all we got to say. Khalil Mack. That. Yeah, that's all we got to say. Nothing yeah, else. That's it. Right there. I do like to tie in uh, Waller, uh, Tyra Williams, X Charger, but um, I think the, the Chicago Bears has too much talented players that the Raiders don't have on offense. So I think it's going to be tough, and I think he's, he's going to struggle. Yeah. Moving on to this next guy. Believe it or not, I think I seen a stat. This guy is one of the few starting quarterbacks without a turnover. Yeah, Mar- Marcus Mariota. Um, we talked about him a little bit, but against Buffalo, um, I, Buffalo gave Tom Brady the also referred as the goat, not by me, but also referred to the goat. <laughs> yeah, and gave him a bad game. Imagine what they could do to Marcus Mariota. So you think he's not gonna have a good game? Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think he's gonna have a good game. He did. He did uh, last week, uh, and I'm surprised as you. Uh, he hasn't thrown an interception in four weeks. Bet that streak's gonna end this week. Yeah, <laughs> Buffalo's gonna pick him up um, once, at least once, right? Uh, yeah. So yeah, that that streak comes to an end. Uh, I, it's a sit for me. Uh, that's week. Like I said, I mean, he – it was a different Marcus Mariota, not the one I'm used to seeing. Yeah. Um, moving on to the next, I feel bad for this guy. He got in a terrible situation. I wish the Giants picked him up. But Dwayne Haskin looks like he's going to get the start over Case Keenum. He's in a walking boot. I wouldn't even touch Case Keenum. I think they, I think they should be done with them. But Dwayne Haskins threw for three interceptions – only got 107 yards on nine completions, only four points in fantasy football via sleeper against the the New England Patriots. The Patriots, they're just so smart. I think they're just gonna just, I think they're yeah. just gonna just shit on them. Yeah, honestly, just, just, just shit on them. Probably just toy on them or something. And and yeah, he's a. Uh, I, I don't really know who's gonna start. To be honest, I I hear Dwayne Haskins. Sometimes I hear uh, Cole either McCoy. one, right? Yeah, either one. I I wouldn't go with any of the Washington uh, Redskins uh, QBs this week. Um, yeah, it's just um, it, it's a horrible matchup, especially against the Patriots. I mean, it, it's it's not fair for Washington. <laughs> yeah, it's I feel bad for him. Yeah, but. That's what he got to do in his career. He's on the Washington Redskins. Moving on now, Frank Gore, dude. This dude is just turning back the time machine. He ran for 100 yards against New England. He's been having a touchdown in week two and three. He's a, he's ranked 20th, 20th in standard leagues via sleeper. He's up against the Tennessee Titans. Frank Gore going to do good or no? Uh, no, he, he's going to get his 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 uh... – his snaps in, his workload and everything. I don't know if uh, Devin Singletary is coming back. If he does come back, that's less snaps for him. Uh, they'll probably use more Devin Singletary. But yet again, uh, the Titans' defense has actually been pr- playing uh, pretty good 
defense as well. So I, I see I, I see it kind of hard, difficult for Frank Gorda to put up the same points he did last week. Yeah, it will be hard for him. I like the guy. He's been playing 14 years in yeah, the damn league. That's that's insane. That's uh, a long I think career. He's, I think he just picked up, like, the number fifth overall rushing yards. He, he passed the milestone last week. But um, moving on to the next one. Jordan Howard, dude. He balled out for 32 points, but you don't think he's going to have that same outcome this week or what? I believe not. Yeah, he, he looked great. He looked uh, back when he started. What was uh, his uh, sec- second, first year as a rookie when he used to play with the Bears? Yeah. Like, he looked he looked, uh, he looked great. He took the job away from uh, uh, Ling. What's, what was his name, the running back? Uh, Man, long, there's so much. Room. Yeah, long something. But, um, <laughs> but yes, uh, I forgot uh, the – running back from the Bears. But um, I do not see this happening again. Back-to-back weeks, I really don't. So it's it's uh, it's hard for me to actually say stardom. Even as a sleeper, maybe if you're in a 18-16 player league, maybe you want to give it a shot. But at the same time, I, I wouldn't trust them. I, I don't see that much of them. So yeah. he's, yeah. So he's and in gives decline. A, yeah, against a, against a, the um, <laughs> I was gonna say the Titans again. Yeah, but yeah, against the Jets that uh, actually they've been holding uh the the run pretty good. Yeah. They've been holding it down. I believe uh they only allowed the Bills to go over a hundred yards. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's how I see it. Moving on to the next guy, I'm I'm agreeing with you. Um, that's a crowded backfield as well. I'm not. I don't like running backs by committee in fantasy football. Um, moving on to the next one. I told you guys to sit this guy. Um, he ended up scoring 25 points last week. But Wayne Ballman or Goldman, uh, he balled out. But this week he's not. I don't think he is either. Um, he's up against the Minnesota Vikings. I just, I just think the Minnesota Vikings are just too tough of a team. And I think he's a two. He's he has two years' experience in the league, but I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna pan out for him. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, he's a he's a sit. Uh, surprisingly, he did have a, a good uh, game last week. This week, I don't expect the same thing. I expect you could expect the volume of it, the snaps, yeah, uh, but not the not the same production. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on, uh, we talked about this a little later. We won't talk about it too much now. James Conner, he is questionable. He's not on the final report, as we said, but he's going to be a little banged up. So I think they're going to use Jalen Samuels more. So you're saying sit James Conner? Is that is that yeah, why you have him here? Yes, I sit James Conner. One besides the besides the ankle injury, and the other one, like I said earlier, I don't see I don't see him being that player he was last year in 2018. Uh, he's having difficulties uh, playing, uh, showing what he can do. So. Uh, and I like more Jalen Samuels. So uh, uh, James Conner is a sit for me. Yeah. This next guy is also in a crowded backfield. LaShawn McCoy. You got Daryl Williams, Damian Williams. Um, I don't see LaShawn McCoy getting more than 10 points in this matchup, right? Right. I, I agree with you as well on this one. Um, he has uh, – him and actually uh, Darrell Williams, they've been kind of almost equally uh, on the backfield with snaps. Yeah. And uh, Darrell Williams has been looking a little bit more of a, 
a very efficient run yeah. uh, running back than Deshaun McCoy. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I'm agree. It's crowded backfield. Um, and Chiefs, are, I feel like they're just gonna run up the score and just all right. Here's the ball, and they just give it to whoever back there. It's yeah. not really a guaranteed. Yeah. All right, moving on to the wide receivers, the last portion of this podcast. If you're still with us, hanging in there. All right, AJ Brown. From the Tennessee Titans, he had a good game last week, but against Buffalo, we talked about how great Buffalo is going to be. I think it's going to be a bad game for him. I agree as well. Um, yes, he's uh, he finally uh, had another good week uh, besides our first week. Uh, but, again, one he did great this week. Uh, sit him down. Remember <laughs> we said, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Marcus Mariota is going to get picked this game. So, uh, he's the one throwing the balls around. So, A.J. Brown, I don't expect the same thing, the same outcome as last week. So, uh, he's a seed. Yeah, Buffalo Bills, they have seven interceptions in four games. Um, their defense is something to be uh, scared about. So, I think that uh, they're going to struggle offensively, um, the Titans. Besides Derrick Henry, just give him the ball and he'll yeah, yeah, just <laughs> Yeah, let, let Derrick Henry do all the dirty work, you know? Yeah. All right. Um, another guy we got here is um, – Roby Anderson, dude. Roby Anderson is uh, coming off a of bye week. We got a quarterback. Phillies defense. Their corners are kind of short, but that front seven creates pressure and creates opportunities for the cornerbacks to make some interceptions and plays. I'm not liking Roby Anderson in this matchup. I'm not liking him either at all, especially without <clears throat> uh, Donald being yeah, out Donald. still. Yeah, Sam Donald still being out. Um. Luke Falk, uh, he's just uh, – I, I haven't really heard seen, of that guy. Yeah, exactly. Really haven't seen anything of uh, what he could do. He did, I believe, when he came in uh, that – that what was it, the first, second week when they went through all three uh, quarterbacks. Uh, he looked okay. But other than that, I really haven't uh, watched too much film on him. So uh, I, <laughs> that's one reason I really like Robbie Anderson. And besides, he hasn't seen the volume that he was uh, back in 2018. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Um, no quarterback there, no receiver. I'm also going to agree with that. When it comes to the Buffalo Bills, they got uh, Matt Barkley, and I don't like John Brown, even though he's leading every receiving, uh, every receiver and every stat there. But you got Matt Barkley back there. I don't I don't see John Brown. Yeah, I don't if, see him doing it. I think if anyone is going to score, it's going to be him, but I don't think that opportunity is going to present himself. Um I don't know. The, the, the Buffalo, I think they're going to win by defense, and I think they're only, only going to take a touchdown or two to win um, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or maybe it'll be a tight game. Derrick Henry's going to get his, so I'm count, I'm including that in my analysis here. But if anybody's going to get a touchdown, it's John Brown, but I don't think that opportunity is going to come up as often as it did if Josh Allen was a quarterback. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, John Brown has that that uh, the opportunity to get that touchdown. Uh I don't really see that that happening. To be honest, it's like you said, it'll be more of a defensive uh, game. It'll end up being uh, defense. Who who played the better defense at the end? And um, John Brown, uh, he has really no no quarterback to throw to. And for me, John Brown is more of a let's say a downfield threat than uh, cutbacks, slants, all that. So. Uh, John Brown, for me, is a sit, but if you guys are uh, – I'm going to just throw a little sleeper here. If you guys are eating a, uh, a wide receiver, 
I think um, uh, Cole Beasley. Okay. Cole Beasley might be a way a deep, deep sleeper here on this one. Uh, he's he's the one that's just running little slants here and there, and that's just for PPR points. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm agree so with that, you on that one. Yeah, John Brown, I, I, for me, he's a sit as well. Moving on to the next guy. Now, I just got a notification that Tyreek Hill is out. So, we uh, Vic wrote this article and all our notes last night. So, do you still think Sammy Watkins is a sit, even though the Tyreek Hill is out and he's going to be the number one guy in, in the Kansas City? I, I'm, I'm right now a little bit debating on this one now, if he's a sit or a sleeper, because he hasn't seen, seen any more uh, production or volume that he did that week one when uh, yeah. Tyreek Hill was gone. So I'm not sure if that's going to affect uh, him again this, this week. Or if it's going to change because only week one and that's it. And then um, they just started spraying the, the, the ball all over the place. You know? Yeah. So uh, it's it's a little – it's up in the air right now with, with Sammy yeah, Watkins. Uh, I'm going to go with a sleeper more than a sit-em because without a, without Tyreek Hill there, he had 46 fantasy points. I don't think he's going to score that much, but I think he has some value there because um, – hold on, I'm about to sneeze. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, I hate that. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, it's right there. Anyways, uh, yeah, I think he's a sleeper. Um, a little bit up in the air because I just got the report not so long ago. So, moving on to the last guy, Mr. Irrelevant here, <laughs> as you can speak. <laughs> Muhammad Sanu. Talk about why you think he's going to not do good. He <laughs> he did uh, good last week, right? Yeah, pretty, pretty good. much great. Yeah, pretty good. So, uh, he had one good game. Maybe a lot of uh, fantasy owners right there are because of those points that he put up. They're going after him, trying to start him. Uh, don't do it. He's not going to have the same game he did this past week. Uh, I believe that um, Matt Ryan is actually going to be looking elsewhere, more like Julio Jones, that he had a – Kind of quiet game last week, so I believe uh, he Matt Ryan is going to target more Julio Jones and Kyle really uh, this Calvin really I'm sorry Calvin really this this week. So Mohamed Sanu he's he's not going to get the same the same targets the same volume the same snaps he did last week. So do not expect that. Don't go chasing off points because that's <laughs> that's not going to get you nowhere this week. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, well, there you have it from Sports Guy David and Vic. Um, I enjoyed this podcast with you um, and, and the future. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you want to follow all of us, go on the Fancy Sports Cave, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Vic, where, they can, where can they find you so they can hold you to your picks on, on social Vic, media? At Vic Bolt J. Uh, Vic Bolt J on Snapchat. Vic uh, <laughs> underscore Bolt underscore J on ig all right and um i'll be posting this on twitter and i'll be having his name attached to it so if you guys if you guys want to give him heat for um <laughs> not getting you the right picks because i get a lot of heat too every week yeah yeah bring it on not, yeah bring it on 
Uh, if you want to follow me, go ahead and follow me, Sports Guy David, both on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Thunder Outlet this weekend. And you know what? In my pink suit, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I'm wearing my pink suit to every single home game in October. Get ready for that. You can't miss me. It's literally all pink. I look like a salmon out of water. <laughs> there you have it. From Sports Guy David and Vic, I'm out.